Basketball. Fast-paced, skillful game played with high intensity. Why hasn't top-level basketball caught the public imagination of Carlo? Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, IT Carlo 72, Abbey Seals, Dublin Lions 63. As a spectacle, the sport of basketball has so much potential. Why it hasn't caught on among the general sporting public is hard to say. On Wednesday at the Barrow Centre Gym in IT Carlow, top-class basketball came to Carlow once more. This time in the President's Cup, where Abbey Seal's Dublin Lions took on ITC Basketball. It was an exciting and eventful game which went all the way to the final whistle. The drama unfolded right from the start. Carlo took an early lead and looked set for an easy victory. A few misplaced passes, some shots missed, and a lack of concentration cost the home side, and at the end of the quarter, their lead was down to 21-19. In the second period, Abbey eased ahead, and Carlo looked to be in trouble when trailing 41-38 when the teams went to the dressing rooms. Martin Conroy, the Carlo coach, admitted that after the good start, his side struggled with the intensity which the visitors brought to the boards. They came down from the Super League last year. They have an exceptionally good coach. They are playing without an American tonight and playing without one of their best players. You have to hand it to them. They came down to do a job. They did it really well. We were sluggish. You could see that we had five to six lads coming out of quarantine. We have only had one practice session in the last two weeks, he said. With Aaron Whelan and Ben Kelly Flynn picking up vital baskets, Carlo ground out an advantage. Their third quarter four-point margin, 52-48, to 48, was flimsy. Conroy rejected the suggestion Carlo lost their way at times. They came out and took it to us. They were exceptionally good defensively. No one holds us to 70 points. Defensively, they had a great job and we struggled to get the ball to the basket. I am told we missed 11 free throws in the third quarter. That is not good enough. We are an 80% free throw team. When we get to the line, we have to make those, he argued. In the end, IT Carlo pulled out the win as the opposition tried to stop the clock and force the error. The home side battled to retain possession and play down the seconds. This they did, but the nine-point winning margin at the end doesn't tell how tight it was. Conroy said the parent body are working hard to try and sell the product to the public. To be fair to Basketball Ireland, there is a lot of really good stuff happening. Conor Meany and his sponsorship deals in Ireland. They haven't been there for the last couple of years. It is getting better. Tonight, it is good to see the amount of people on the floor. We are limited to capacity and I see people behind the glass upstairs. It is fantastic to have that kind of support for our game. It was a good game for people to come and watch. IT Carlo travel to DCU next Saturday, where they will be trying to make it three wins out of three in the league. The President's Cup win was good for morale. We are here to make it to the semi-finals and finals. We are one of the better teams in this league, and we have to show it. We are three in a row since the start of the season, and we need to show we can compete and get better with every game, stressed Conroy. The ITC basketball team are Ben Kelly Flynn, Jake Conroy, Jordan Fallon, Aaron Whelan, Ben Kavna, Kevin Donahue, Jack Keogh, 
Matteo Plazzareno, Armand Viculs, Roland Viculs, Owen Hackett, Nate Schaefer. The leading scorers, Aaron Whelan, 23, Ben Kelly Flynn, 18, Kevin Donoghue, 14. The leading scorers for the Abbey Seals, Finn Hughes, 18, Jack Maguire, 12, Tiernan Howe, 11. Rugby. Leinster League Division 1B. Courage and bravery to the fore as Carlo come from behind to land breathtaking win. The score, Carlo 41 points, Boyne 34. In one of the most amazing and breathtaking games seen for years in Oak Park on Sunday, Carlo took a major scalp when they overcame Leinster League Division 1B league leaders Boyne by 41 points to 34. At one stage in this free-scoring game, Carlo trailed by 17 points, at 29 points to 12. Boyne's early tries were helped by a fortuitous bounce from a kick ahead and an intercept, but they all count. Yet, within 30 minutes, in which Carlo delivered a four-try blitz, the home side jumped into a 12-point lead, at 41 points to 29. Speaking after the game, coach Corey Carty put the transformation down to the great heart that is in this Carlo team. Following the near misses of the last two Leinster League games, we sat down last week after training and decided we had to stop being so nice and gentlemanly on the field. We needed to front up and be more dogged, especially if a game was getting away from us. The result here today, after falling behind to the league leaders, showed that this side has great character. A weaker team falling so far behind would not have come back the way we did. However, I do admit that my heart was thumping hard in those final 10 minutes when Boyne were parked in our 22 looking for an equalising try. Nothing personified Carlo's grit and determination more than the try scored by scrum half Jeff McDermott just before half-time. Despite his slight figure, he seemed to plough through half the Boyne team to reach the try line. The second half started in similar vein. The home team laid siege to the County Louth line and two of the Oak Park heavy hitters, James Nolan and Ross Byrne, forced their way over for tries. The skilful Carlo backline also made an impact during this period with a try by elusive winger Callum Murphy and a second by centre Sam Cullen, who had also scored Carlo's first try of the game. This burst of scoring catapulted Carlo into a 12-point lead. With about 15 minutes remaining, the Drogheda-based visitors needed to score twice to win or draw. It was now their turn to apply the pressure. Their scrum half Mick Smith scored a try out wide to narrow the gap to seven points. Needing seven points for a draw, Boyne came in waves at the Carlow line. Deep into stoppage time, Carlow continued to concede penalties near the line. Sam Cullen was yellow-carded for a highish tackle. But the 14 men held out for a famous victory that has given the club a major confidence boost coming up to a league game against local rivals Tullow in two weeks' time. Of great help to the Carlo senior side this season is the fact that the seconds have so many good players able and ready to move up to the firsts. In all, Carlo first side scored six tries on Sunday against the five for the visiting league leader. In addition, Carlo fullback Richard White goaled four of the tries and converted a penalty. The touch judges at Sunday's game in Oak Park were Jenny Ardell from Carlo and Katie Roach from Enniscorthy, who are being trained as future rugby referees.
the Carlo J1 team, Richard White, Johnny Crossley, Kayvon Brennan, Sam Cullen, Callum Murphy, John White, Jeff McDermott, Larry McGrath, Evan Gordon, Ross Byrne, Owen Edgehill, Wes Shirley, the captain, Paddy Mackey, Connor Moore, Connor Tracy, the subs, Johnny Murphy, James Nolan, John Lyons, Cormac Murphy, David McDermott. All played. Carlo Soccer, JF Sports, Under-19 Division. Hanover in pole position in Under-19's division. The score, Hanover Harps 4, Dolman Celtic 0. It's advantage Hanover in the Under-19's title race as they beat Dolman easily on Saturday afternoon. It was pretty much one-way traffic from the start and Hanover ran riot from the start and were lucky not to be further ahead. A mixture of good goalkeeping and poor finishing saw them leave with just four goals. It was a slow start with Hanover not really able to get a foothold into the game. An early long throw in from Hanover caused trouble for Dolman, but they dealt with it well whilst Jarno Fisher and Evan Kyogori both went close early but couldn't threaten. Fisher had a shot saved in the 16th minute with Stephen Smith also shooting wide. Three minutes later, Mikey Horahan struggled to get on to the end of a long ball for what would have been a certain goal. With 20 minutes to go until half-time, Ben Coakley had a free from halfway, which brought a save from Hanover keeper Jason Brennan at the far post. The resulting corner from the right was hit over from distance. A minute later, Fisher hit a shot wide from distance. On the half-hour mark, Brandon Kelly played in Fisher down the left-hand side, but found his effort blocked. Brandon Kelly tried a shot but put it wide. Owen Burns struck an effort wide nine minutes before Hanover finally took the lead just before half-time through Stephen Smith to give Hanover the advantage at half-time. Hanover came out after the break and picked up where they left off. Eight minutes in, Smith shot wide from the left-hand side as he found himself unable to control the ball. Six minutes later, Fisher was released one-on-one with the Dolman keeper but found his effort saved. A minute later, a Coakley free on the edge of the box hit off the Hanover wall and was cleared. A minute later, Hanover made it too, when Fisher's shot from the right was initially saved, but the keeper couldn't keep hold of it and it trickled into the back of the net. Four minutes later, Jamie Furlong was unlucky not to score, whilst a Coakley free from the left was cleared. Hanover kept going in search of a third goal to kill off the match, even though it was hard to tell where a Dolman goal would even come from. With 15 minutes to go, Smith's shot at the near post was deflected wide, with Kyogari unlucky not to score from the resulting corner. Two minutes later, Kyogari got on to the end of a long throw-in from Dylan Doyle, straight into the bottom right-hand corner. With 10 minutes to go, it was four when Jamie Furlong, fresh from his first senior goal last week, sent a free from the right straight into the bottom left-hand corner. In the dying stages of the game, Smith had a shot saved. A flying save was required from the Dolman keeper to deny Hanover from distance, whilst the Doyle corner from the right was cleared. In the final minutes, Nicky Juden hit a weak effort towards the goal, but it wasn't powerful enough to trouble the Hanover keeper. The teams, Hanover Harps, Jason Brennan, Mikey Horahan, Dylan Doyle, Kyle Foley, Jamie Furlong, Brandon Kelly, Owen Byrne, Yarno Fisher, Stephen Smith, Evan Kyogori. The subs, Nico Ostaritz, 
Alan Gagan. Dolman Celtic, Jack Curran, Daniel Rossiter, Lorcan Canavan, Mubatsiri Mudawadi, Boni Milingayo, Brandon Cassidy, Loisin of Lovu, Kieran Jones, Isaac Emmanuel, Ben Coakley, Nicky Juden. Subs, Evan Farrell, Brandon Doyle, Josh Sullivan, Dennis Estrati, and Tyrus O'Rock. Soccer scores. Premier Division. Slaney Rovers 4, Kaleshin FC 1. Dolman Celtic 1, Hanover Harps 3. Ballymurphy Celtic 0, Kilry Celtic 3. Tully's Travel Division. St. Patrick's Boys B Team 4, Bagnallstown 1. Parkville United B 2, Kaleshin FC B 1. Castle Rangers 0, Ardatton Athletic 6. Crettyard United B 1, Vale Wanderers 3. Fort Barrington FC 1, Balting Glass 2. Roundtower Rovers 8, Slaney Rovers 0. Burren Celtic 1, St. Joseph's 2. Vale Wanderers B5, Hanover Harps B1. JF Sports Under 19 Division, Hanover Harps 4, Dolman Celtic 0. Carlo Soccer Women's Shield, Kilry Celtic 1, Cretty Yard United 7. FAI Junior Cup, North End United 5, Parkville United 1. Carlo Soccer League Nationalist Premier Division, Cretty Yard United 0, New Oak Boys 0.